Hey, this is Stevie Batiche from Microsoft, and you're listening to Talknology. Hi. 3rd of November 2022. It's really exciting. The other day when I just happened to look at the clock, it was 11.11 on the 1st of the 11th November 2022. In 200 years, will be 22.22 on the 20... No, that won't work. Shit. Hey, Thacknology, thank you for joining a great day, a Thursday kind of day, which means all kinds of goodness for you, for me, for everyone, because tomorrow's Friday, which means that odds are that you've got at least a day off imminently. And I think we're like eight weeks to Christmas, probably 52 shopping days. Whew. At such a clip, I can barely comprehend how we got here. But you know what? All that nonsense. We covered that off on the last episode about, wow, this year has been crazy, almost as crazy as the one that went before. Today, taking a little bit of a different tack and focusing on creative thinking, which is I think, and I know that you also think, otherwise, why the heck would you be here? Creative thinking done well is what success feels like, which is why it's important that we talk about it, which is why it baffles me why some people push it under the rug and do other things instead when they've got a little bit of spare time. When it's spare time, people go, oh, yeah, I go rock climbing or... It's when I make greetings cards or it's when I make quilts or it's when I grow these heirloom corn on the cobs. I don't know if you've seen these corn on the cobs that have fruit growing. I see fruit. I think it's fruit. A corn of fruit. They have corn growing off them that look glassy and come in all colours of the rainbow. Fabulous. My good pal Jacko, Jackson Mahaney, grows them. And I think he might be the nearest we have to a magician, a real-life one. Forget David Copperfield. He never really made that elephant disappear. So, creative thinking. Here's my recipe for being a better creative thinker. Unleashing the right brain. Unleashing the system too. I bet I've all, oh, it's all wrong showing just how poorly read I actually am. But what is creative thinking in a nutshell, starting top to bottom? I'm going to say we might have 10 things here to help you get even better at the stuff that matters. First of all, which is a little bit like the umbrella, and it's always raining these days, so it seems quite apt to talk in terms of protecting from moisture and precipitation. But for me, it's acceptance is the foundation for becoming a better creative thinker and unleashing mastery in creative thoughtfulness. What do I mean by acceptance? Well, accepting that tomorrow ain't going to be today. This moment is all we've got and the next one might be entirely different. The roof might blow off. You might be in the sea and get swept into the depths. I mean, I hope you don't because 
I'd lose a listener. And uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, acceptance is like accepting the variance in life, accepting your vulnerability, accepting that to be a creative thinker, you have to be a movable feast in every sense. You need to let yourself go. That's all I can tell you. It's like, don't hold it in. Let yourself be what you're meant to be. And right, okay. So I've skirted over this issue on the last app when we're talking about Buddhism and stuff. I don't really want to go too far down this rabbit hole because I'm certainly not expert in it. But it's like, if you start thinking about the fact that you don't really exist, you're just a bunch of atoms, right? This meat bag that is you is just happenstance. It's like your mind is, is essentially those firing neurons, right? Uh, we don't know that for sure. That's a brain. And there's a big difference between the brain and the mind. And I get that. But at the end of the day, you're as much the universe as the universe is you. You're as much someone else as they are you. You're as much as, oh, wow, mind blown. This is what happens when uh, I have porridge for my breakfast. Um, actually, porridge is another thing that is highly influential in being a creative thinker because of the slow release energy and the fact that you can sustain yourself on a path for much longer when you don't eat toast and you eat stuff that's going to sustain you and your brain and your energy level. So uh, quick tip, I've sort of fast forwarded or short circuited to another of the 10 ways to be a better creative thinker. But these all merge into one, just like we merge into one. Kumbaya. Acceptance is dead important, right? So you need to every day go back to a child's mind. Is Forget about the stigmas, forget about what you've learned so far be accepting of everything that happens, everything that you are, everything that you're not, because you one day will be, and just go, right, okay, well, since I don't have an ego anymore, since there's no hubris in me, there's nothing that I can achieve, and there's nothing that I can't achieve. And that unlocks this sort of talismanic sense of creative thought. So, yeah, acceptance, number one. As side loading into acceptance is doing everything wrong. That's number two. Oh, yeah, well, let's say porridge was three or something. Doing everything wrong is so important. It's what we don't do. And this is why we keep so many of our talents hidden is that we are fearful, loathsome towards the idea of being judged or shamed by others because we're doing stuff that is different to what's expected of us. Do everything wrong and actually you're doing everything right because if you keep on doing what you've always done, you've heard about the aphorism. There's no surprises there in of itself. But by doing stuff wrong, you start discovering things that you never would have known. You start finding your wings, which up until this point are just purely vestigial. You're like, I can fly now. And it's all because I wanted to put myself out there and try stuff that I knew wouldn't work. But actually in some weird way, it's contributed to you being bigger than you are right now. And I don't mean put your head in the oven and I don't mean jump off a cliff. 
I mean, just for a day, just start saying, well, what about if I did that and do it? Doing everything wrong will give you an edge and show that going beyond fear doesn't mean embracing the terror. It simply means taking yourself in a direction that you thought previously that you ought not. A lot of old words in there, a bit like tis, and it is the season to be jolly, or at least we're nearly there. Third thing is probably the first thing, which is consilience, which is like triangulation, where by constantly exploiting opportunities in life, by constantly exploring new directions and pathways and finding new people and moisturising every day would be a good example for us men, flossing, that kind of thing. By moisturising every day, you'll have better skin. By flossing every day, you'll have better teeth. Put those two things together and all of a sudden you start to become some kind of beauty expert. You're like, okay, well, if I floss every day and I moisturise every day, overall, I become a better body. If you just did each in isolation, then either your skin might not be optimised or your teeth might start falling out. Collectively, you're just an all-round better person. That's a very pure aesthetic approach to consilience. But consilience is like, say you started listening. I listened to Al Murray's got a podcast out all about World War II. And I learned some great stuff there. And then I went to a exhibition at the V&A. And I started to understand some of the exhibits better because I'd learned some of the interesting facts about them from this podcast from Al Murray, who is also the pub landlord, a comedian uh, and a direct ancestor of William Makepeace Thackeray. If you've listened to me before, you'll know that I'm very, very bitter about this, but that's for another day. You take one direction and you will be amazed just how applicable it is to something else because everything in the world is joined in some ways. That whole six, seven, five degrees of Kevin Bacon thing, it's a mood. So never feel like any of your time is wasted because I bet you one day you'll look back and go, I'm glad I did that. At the time, it seemed like a waste, but now, wow, different world. I've got so much to say about that, and I, I can't wait to talk to some more people about how consilience and triangulation, joining the dots between seemingly unrelated topics and things, has created an immense dividend. Can't wait, because I think this is one of the many magnificent facets of life is since we don't know whether our destiny is prescribed or not, or whether we do actually have influence over it, at least through consilience we feel like we have ownership of every day and every moment because we can take ourselves down lots of rabbit holes and come up with some really quite stupendous discoveries. And with consilience, we are all different people. There is not one person who will have the same thoughts as you in a granular sense because they haven't had the experiences you have had. And so the more things we say yes to that are wrong and the more 
theories we explore and the more books we read and the more films we watch and the more people we talk to and the more music we hear, the more different we are. And I think being different is what it's all about. We should never be afraid of being judged because the only people who have the license to judge us are ourselves and we have an obligation to set ourselves free, which is nice, isn't it? Another way to, ah, what are we on now? Four? Dumb porridge. Plastic frog. Okay, let's talk plastic frogs. You probably haven't, and I certainly haven't, but there is a book called The Pragmatic Programmer and Brian Tracy, the famous motivational speaker also talks about this, where you carry a greener plastic frog around with you and whenever you bump up against a gnarly problem, you trot the frog out and you explain the problem to the frog and magically the frog will give you the answer. Now, that frog ain't magic like Jacko, but by we learn through teaching. By expressing our concerns and experiences relating to a topic to this tiny, just ridiculous piece of junk, we're able to surface the solution that we've been seeking. It's magic. It's great. And uh, everybody should carry around a cute little plastic frog. Uh, better if it's recycled, obviously, because, you know, we know about microplastics and we don't want any more of that in our lives. But you should definitely try this. This device will help you think more creatively. It will make you realize just how much you know. If you lack confidence, self-esteem, self-awareness, Having a little pal in your pocket like that and being able to quiz yourself through it to find the reassurance that you need to be better, then this is where it's at. And yeah, this is just such a big thing for me is just having the husper to move forward and go, yeah, I've got this. And now that is not to say that you always have the answer. And I don't want you to have this whole confirmation bias that everything that you know is right. And chances are, most of the time you're not right. You have to listen to your gut. And you're never going to make progress if you have to keep asking questions. You're never going to make a decision unless you have confidence in yourself. So get on that frog. Breathe into the next one. Why is breathing conducive to creative thought? Well, I'll tell you why. Spending a short time thinking about your breath pulls you back into what actually matters because actually, it's all that matters, isn't it? Isn't it? Well, it is for me anyway. I have simple needs. But seriously, just observing your breath as you take deep ones is so powerful in pulling you away from the stresses and strains of all of our incredibly busy lifestyles and focusing us on exactly what counts. 
And I've often come out of these breathing sessions. And there's also, I think there's a guy on Instagram called Breath Pod, and you can join his free guided breathing sessions if you so wish. But you can just do it yourself by finding a quiet room and even putting some quiet music on and just listening to yourself do some yogic breathing which is like uh where you sort of rattle the back of your throat while you're breathing in so that you are registering it sonically as well as emotionally spiritually a really good exercise try it you'll love it right looking at trees go outside now two minutes i'll still be here when you get back go outside and just admire your nearest tree still here aren't you go on get out go on get out now right i'm glad you're back you are back aren't you are you admiring nature is a great way of being more thoughtful creatively just by understanding the textures understanding how things grow and how far they grow gives us optimism, makes us think in different directions. Patterns are a fantastic way of taking your mind in a different direction. If you're stuck on something, get out there, look at a plant, stroke a fern. I was going to say kiss a mushroom, but I'm on fairly unsteady ground with that. Not only from a toxic point of view. Don't do that. But get yourself in nature, have a short walk and just see how far things have developed. What I like, right, I like sometimes planting a sunflower and then going back to it a couple of weeks later and going, jeez, that has properly sprung up. It's helpful if you water the plant or at least put it somewhere where it's going to be rained on. Not overly so, but enough to uh, cause growth. Uh, yeah, that whole looking at trees thing, honestly, it's one of the best things you can do. Uh, as is uh, listening to Noel Fielding or Bob Mortimer, because uh, they take you in lateral directions that will certainly stimulate fresh thought and uh, get you out of any rut that you might be in. Um, I kind of covered moving, but moving was like the 10th thing, which is uh, just after the ninth thing that is the next to last thing or the last thing that I'm going to share with you today that I think you should take some time over. And that is journaling. Journaling's got a bit of a bad rep, chiefly because all of the productivity SARS have been advocating for it. You know, you... You can't move online before tripping over somebody talking about daily journals or buy my blank book so you can write your innermost thoughts in it every morning and you know start you know write five pages before you even open your eyes. Bullshit. But journaling as a concept works beautifully well for creative thinking. But only if you approach it in the same way as mindfulness, which is trying to clear your mind of all of the litter before getting started. Don't go in with a set agenda and start thinking that you're going to finish a single line 
of an exercise book. One line, just one line. BJ Fogg would call it a tiny habit to do this daily. Start with a line. Uh, that's not drugs, by the way. That's with a pen and a book. Start with a line and just let your mind call the shots. And by guiding you through that line, by giving you some impetus and st- some stimulus uh, to, to, to get to the end of the line, just random words maybe, that will unclutter your head of all the litter that otherwise would have forced its way onto the page, barged its way in. Equanimity and serenity are two really, really good words that I would use to apply to this. So be observe, but don't involve yourself. Just let your hand dance across the page with these fruits from your mind. It will make a big difference. And by the time you finish that first sentence, and I know now that you're going to finish lines and lines of this stuff before you feel done. Five minutes in, you'll be amazed at what you've written. Once you've written all that stuff, it might be absolute nonsense, but you will feel a sense of purity and a sense of clarity that will lead you through whatever creative thinking requirement that your day demands. I swear it's amazing. And we are done. Thank you for joining me once again on Thacknology. Any questions, dave at wordandmouth.com or at Dave Thackeray on Twitter. You know where to find me. Thanks for all your time today. I can't wait to speak again soon. But uh, until then, I think we might catch up again on the weekend. Something completely different. I'm planning to go hide. A little bit of an Easter egg there for you. Coming up soon. Love you. Bye for now. (laughs) Okay, think of your mind as the house and your ears as the doors and windows. I'm going to come as Nick Knowles and buff up your rooms and excite your entrances. Welcome to Thacknology, the world of me, Dave Thackeray. Every day I'm trawling the web and world for ideas and inspiration to make your life a little more lavish. More often than not, it's just a plain old fun factory highlighting things to make us smarter, speedier and smilier. Don't forget to leave me a message if you want something, anything discussed, regaled on Thacknology. I'm Dave Thackeray. I'm a writer. I like a microphone. But more importantly, I love to hear what you think. So get in, stick around if only to keep me company. And remember, it can only get better from here. Thanks for being you. And for us, welcome to Team Thacknology. <laughs>